Welcome back to yet another episode of Smokey College Football Picks with the Bandit. I'm Smokey. I think I'm coming off my worst week of picks of the season, Bandit. How you doing today, though? We sitting here, I supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. We sitting here, I supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. In my opinion, that sucked. Disgraceful Yes, yeah, Smokey, not, not not good for either of us last uh, last week. Um, you did horrible though. You went two and four. I went four and two, and I unfortunately followed you into that horrible pick of Tennessee. Uh, they won that game in fa- magnificent fashion, but man, they surely didn't cover. Did you watch this game? Oh God, yeah. I, I actually was listening to this game on the radio, and uh, you know. It, I'm in New York City, people, and in New York City, you don't have a lot of big-time, crazy college football fans. You just don't get that in the Northeast like you get down south and everything. And uh, so I'm listening to the game on the radio, and it's going back and forth. And, you know, the final five minutes of this game was incredible. And uh, it was a pretty dull game until the final five minutes, until uh, Georgia's quarterback uh, fumbled the ball in the end zone. And I'm like, up, and then you get the two... Anyways, there's like 10 seconds left, and my buddy comes over to my apartment and turns the volume down in the game. <laughs> he's like, oh, this game's over. It's only 10 seconds left. Me, what could happen? He's helped me with some stuff on the computer, and I'm like, hold on a second. And uh, I'm like, I think something just happened. So I, like, I turn the volume up, and Tennessee, I missed the Tennessee Hail Mary. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, there were like two back-to-back Hail Marys in that game. So, I mean, it was uh, it was kind of incredible. There was an unsportsmanlike penalty that gave Tennessee good field position to throw their Hail they Mary. they got to get rid of this penalty. This is such a joke. They do it in the NFL, too. The celebration penalty that gives you 15 yards and completely messes with the outcome of the game. It's the worst penalty in sports. It's like, dude, you just threw a Hail Mary to go up with seven seconds left. Yeah. Oh, what are you, you supposed to do? Just hand the ball? You're not supposed to be excited? Yeah, yeah. Control your enthusiasm. Curb your enthusiasm. Yeah, it's, I, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. I agree. It's, it's situational. you got to look at it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta have some. You gotta have some smarts. I mean, you first play of the game, you know, you score a touchdown and you and you go crazy, like probably. I mean, that's on sportsman. Like, remember Tennessee? I mean, was it Tennessee or Georgia that put all the players into the end zone the first time they oh, scored? That was Georgia. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That was Georgia, and uh, yeah, you know, we must have a Georgia fan calling in on the other line or something. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, go go ahead and uh, uh, take care of that. But I'll tell you what, you know that that Georgia Tennessee game I think will, is going to go down as one of the uh, w- one of the best this year, and certainly we'll be seeing that highlight for a while. Um, where does this one rank uh, compared to other finishes in your book? You know, it's a regular season game. Uh, I don't even put it as my number one regular season game because off the bat, the the first regular season game that pops into my head would be uh, uh, God. It has a name to it. Uh, the uh, I can't remember the name of it, but uh, it would be that Georgia Auburn game when they went to kick the field goal as time was expiring and uh, uh, Auburn uh, caught the uh, caught the ball in the end zone. And yeah, yeah, it's the it's 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 the kick catch or it's the or the kick six is what they call kick it. Six, yeah, yeah, the kick yeah, six that- game. That would be my best regular season game, but the best game I think I've ever seen is still the Fiesta Bowl, Boise State, Oklahoma. That was oh, the- I love that game. I was going to say the Statue of Liberty on, on on that game. You had like five trick plays in the final two minutes. You had a blocked punt, which a lot of people think about that Oklahoma scored on. 
the Statue of Liberty, the uh, what's the pl- the 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 catch and pitch? Yeah, yeah, the hook and ladder or hook, hook and, and ladder. lateral. Yeah, yeah, hook and ladder, and uh, then you get the proposal. Was it Butch? I'm trying to remember. It was Butch Johnson the running back? Uh, oh, it was uh, Ian Johnson. Ian Johnson. Ian Johnson. Yeah, it was Ian Johnson proposing yeah. to his cheerleader girlfriend uh, uh, after the game. Yeah, that, that was a great one. I agree. I mean, some people would say the Flutie game, uh, the Boston College Flutie Hail Mary was, was 1984. You know what game I put ahead of that? What's that? The band is on the field. <laughs> <laughs> the Cal band. That's a great. That, that, that's a great Court, finish to a game second too. Second level. Second level trivia. Who was the quarterback for Stanford in that game? Uh, was it um, uh, oof. And it would have been his first bowl game victory. Oh gosh, uh, I don't know who was it. John Elway. Oh, I was gonna say Elway. I was thinking that, but yeah, I, I got. We have a short thinking memory. Elway, but you said Marino. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, uh, you know, this is gonna go down as as a good as a great finish as a good finish. Um, but I agree, it's probably not even one of the best finishes in the last three years, but it certainly was an exciting game, Oh yeah. and uh, we've had a pretty good season so far. So It was an exciting game outside of the first 54 minutes. That's right, that's right. The last six were, you're just tune in for the, uh, for, for the end there. Um, you know, one of, one of your topics that, that, that we're looking at, we got Clemson and Louisville. Uh, you know, obviously Clemson got the better, uh, you know, end last week. Can they both make the playoffs now? What do you think? You know, it's such a weird year already. I mean, can you believe we're talking about, like, the Power Conference being the ACC Conference? I mean, weren't, like, a year or two ago, like, the ACC, they were talking about, is the ACC worse than the MAC? Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's a bizarro world. Like, next we're going to be talking about the powerhouse that's in the, uh, you know, we're going to talk about the Atlantic 10 or the Atlantic Athletic Conference or Conference USA being the Power Conference. Yeah, it's yeah, I, bizarre. I, you know, there's not a lot of you got Alabama and Ohio State that are looking like they'll run the table most likely. Uh, you know, maybe they get one loss here or there, but they're looking like your powerhouse teams too that are going to be in it. I still think it's pretty difficult to get. You'd have to have a lot happen still. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say Clemson if they do run the table, they're the only representative from the ACC. You know, what's interesting is even though. Uh, Clemson won the game. I got to think Louisville's guy comes out on top uh, for the Heisman because didn't Deshaun uh, have three picks? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've got to look at the, the stat line in that game to see. I, I do know that Deshaun Watson had a decent game there. It wasn't horrible, but, I mean, I, the the uh, the kid from Louisville, Action Lamar Jackson, um, I think he ran for like 160 yards in that game. I and mean, threw he, for like 290 or 310 or something. I mean, it was it, he he definitely tried to carry that team on his back and and gets respect for that. Um, I, I I agree with you though that I don't think both of these teams can make the playoffs. Um, I do think Louisville can kind of get back into it somehow if they win the ACC. I I, I mean I think they 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 need some help, but um, they have enough kind of electric talent, I guess, is the word that we would use to, to make it happen. So, yeah, it's it's possible, but it's really, really tough to get that Gee, conference. Electric to. talent? Do you want to break into a verse of Electric Avenue? Or or, or uh, Breaking to Electric Boogaloo, which was a great movie. Oh, how the Academy snubbed that film. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. So so we're uh, we're talking about this weekend. We got, we got Hurricane Matthew going through Florida. It postpones the uh, Florida LSU game, 
What do you think? Um, should they make this game up, or should they just let it go? Let both teams just keep on going with their schedule. I, you know, I think you just let it go. I mean, it's 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 one of those things where, you know, where, when are you going to make it up? The teams by schedules don't match up. Um, you know, the only time this comes into play is if each team is struggling to get to that six win marker to get to uh, a bowl eligible. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if that's going to be the issue. The and and that that's the the fix that I've heard is not going to help that because both. First off, the bye weeks for LSU and Florida don't match up, so that's not a possibility. The second thing is that uh, you can't override an SEC game. You can't you can't substitute that. That doesn't help. And the non-conference game that they have that they both line up, um, that's a possibility. But if you remove that game, you're removing a kind of a, a, a guaranteed win from each team. So it's it, it, it's very very difficult. I think it's going to come down to money, um, and I'll tell you about that in a second. But what do you, what, what do you think? You you think that that this? I mean, do you think that they should play it? I guess is a different question. No, I don't think it matters. Neither of these teams are national title contenders, so I, it's just you know it's just another regular season game. I don't think it needs to be made up. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm telling you, it's going to come down to money because what the way this game, the only way this game happens that I see, other than them playing it on like Sunday or Monday of this week, is, and I don't think Florida will let that happen for some reason. Um, they both have a non-conference game. Florida plays Presbyterian College, and LSU plays University of Southern Alabama the same week. You would have to get out of both of those contracts. The problem is, is that Florida's contract they can pay five hundred grand. LSU's got to pay 1.5 million to get out of theirs. So evidently, LSU needs some Florida attorneys, uh, you know, negotiating their their contracts. But I, I don't think LSU's going to say, "Yeah, we'll pay 1.5 million to Southern Alabama." And by the way, get rid of our home game. We want to go. Yeah, now, and with now a chance to have one less victory. No, there's no way they do that. They'd yeah, I don't. I don't see it happening. I, I agree. They'd be with idiots. You. <laughs> I mean, that would be like as dumb as like firing like a coach like Les Miles. I mean, what school would do something like that? Yeah, I know, especially when you think that, yeah, you can get somebody so much better. How's that working out for Georgia right now, by the way? Um, um, Mark Richt is uh, is over at Miami. It's and... working out pretty good for Mark Richt in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. Not so good for Georgia, though. I wonder if they kind of have buyer's remorse or seller's remorse, depending on firer's remorse, I guess. Uh, over firing him. Well, they got Kirby Smart, I think, from Alabama, right? Yeah, yeah, they do. But I mean, I, 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 I've always Smart thought Mark Rick Richt- Kirby dumb. <laughs> Very good. And uh, and I got to tell you about dumb college coaches. There's this report that came out about uh, you know Harbaugh and uh, and Urban Meyer, two of your favorites. Uh, they both got to one million Twitter followers, and there's a report that says that. At least six hundred thousand of those followers are fake. So, in other words, there's an argument because they were both gaining exactly like seven thousand followers each day that they were buying like followers from India. What, what do you think about this story? I don't think it was personally them doing it. So it was probably somebody at the university doing it. Um, yeah. But you'd so, have to have somebody at each university both buying followers on Twitter. Yeah, it's moronic. I mean, who cares how many Twitter followers anybody has? Yeah, this goes back to when I was a kid, my mom always told me, don't be a follower, be a leader. And I think it's hilarious that in 2016, everybody, oh, how many followers do you have? 
How many yeah, downloads? It, it's so important. It, it, it's like a uh, a measuring uh, uh, of of how popular somebody is. I, I find it odd that it would take both of these universities separately to um, do it. I mean, I I think there's got to be like a, the same company that's pitching you know Big Ten colleges on their Twitter followers and giving them you know lots of you know people in India who can sign up and follow them. Well, this reminds me, after the show, I, I need to make a call to our social uh, network operator to go ahead and pay for 7,000 followers for Smoky Bandit CFB. That's right. That's right. That's 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 our Twitter handle, by the way. Why don't you go ahead? This is perfect time. You know, we're talking about Twitter. We're talking about buying followers. We're obviously not doing it based on the followers we've got. Um, so why don't if you, you give them that? If you see a 7,000 a day uptake in the Smoky Bandit CFB Twitter followers. You know where that came from. Or you can email us in where we're not asking you to follow us. Just email us a note. Tell us what you think of the show. Smoky Bandit, Smoky and the Bandit CFB at Yahoo.com. That's Smoky and the Bandit CFB at Yahoo.com. You know, thinking back, it would have been nice to actually have the Yahoo uh, email and the Twitter follower be the same exact thing. Yeah, we, we, we should probably try to do that, maybe. That, that would make it a heck of a lot easier for you during the, uh, the plug on the podcast to not remember two different uh, handles uh, there. We, we should really get somebody on that. Yeah, you know, and, and moving on into more Harbaugh talk and – Satellite camps, which I, <laughs> what is that? Like that sounds like a that sounds like a horrible World War Two like. Uh, it it sounds like a terrorist training ground, like in Patriot Games or something. <laughs> you don't know what satellite camps are? No, no. What are satellite what, what are satellite camps? So I send you these important topics, and you don't even take the time or the decency to Google what my topic is. I googled your next topic. Okay, okay. I, I well, I mean. That's understandable. Okay. Satellite but Satellite camps, for example, this offseason, like, Jim Harbaugh took his team and held training sessions down in Florida, so that way, like, local Florida recruits could come out and see Michigan practice and meet the players. It helps with the recruiting. Okay. It's like, wait a minute, why is the University of Michigan practicing in Orlando? But, I mean, do they practice, or do they put on a camp for kids to come and, like, they learn practice. football skits? It's like a practice, but they, they invite recruit. It definitely sounds like a recruiting violation, and I can't stand the NCAA, so for them to be cracking down, you know, basically schools like Florida and Alabama, and and it's a way for the northern schools to, you know, because supposedly so much more of the talent is in California, Texas, and Florida, it's a way for these northern schools to have their teams down there during prime recruiting season and get some face time with some recruits and uh, and get them to sign on. Well, um, if if that's the case, is Michigan and like Ohio State the only ones that are doing these things, or or are, are there like all these satellite camps all throughout? I just Florida? heard about it for the first time ever, like this past off season, you know, and it, it was like I. I I think it might have just, you know, Jim Har. It took Jim Harbaugh coming to college football to get teams to start doing this. So yeah, it's you know Harbaugh. He's a sneaky little bastard. Like yeah. Neither. Yeah, that's uh, that's absolutely true. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, I, I don't know what to think about the satellite camp thing. It seems like it seems very sneaky to me. It seems like something that that would not uh, really help. 
it, it, it seems, you know, it just seems kind of shady to me. And, you know, I, I don't think that they should be able to kind of skirt the, the recruitment rules by, you know, holding some kind of practice or some kind of like traveling circus or something like that where they're showing their football team off Ooh. to all these different recruits. Great segue. Traveling circus to our next topic. Oh, that's right. That's right. This is my topic. And I got I, I put it out there. So we've By the got, way, before you even say what the topic is, this could be the worst written article ever in the history of the internet. It was like two paragraphs, and the guy who wrote it, I think, used the F word in 50% of his word usage. This is a horribly written article on your site, Barstool. <laughs> on Barstool Sports, somebody with a with a with a uh, is, Very this the, is this yeah. the only person talking about it? I thought this was. I mean, I I, I got the the reason I found this is is my my uh, my daughter's in preschool, and I actually got an alert that uh, the school was getting threats from uh, potential clowns that, and, and I'm talking about the circus clowns. Going and, and and calling in bomb threats and things like that in, into you know DC See, area. I, I, I assume elementary schools. I know how much you like the Barstool web. So when I Google this and saw it on Barstool, I'm like, oh, he read this on Barstool, and I just assumed that's where this topic came from and everything. That's where I assumed. So no, I serious. Wait, what kind of a jerk off calls into a preschool making a bomb threat? Um, I don't know, but evidently it happens in D.C. I mean, we we got something. How, when, how old's your daughter? Three. So you think there's like some three-year-old that wanted to get out of her homework? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some three-year-old that didn't want to do nap time or something. <laughs> so so, so, so she pulled out the, the the cell phone. And um, no, it, it's um, the way these see kids people. Ha- this is why you can't get a three-year-old a cell phone. This is exactly why you can't give a three-year-old a cell phone. But this is this is like a bigger problem. I started to look at this, and 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 you're right. There was something on on bar school sports about killer clowns. It was like so a, poorly. Like every other word was the f word. It was yeah. it was the worst written article in the history of articles. But there's like an actual Time magazine. Like that's that's like what you need to know about like this clown attack craze. And people are going so around. What is, I absolutely did. I thought this was just some barstool article that you saw, and thought it was a funny headline. So, what exactly? Tell our listeners who only kind of look at the barstool article what this exactly is. Okay, so so this was this was uh, a a phenomenon that's that's kind of clown hysteria is what they're calling it. That's gone around, and they're trying to create kind of a horror issue, a la Stephen King. And it was started in South Carolina when there was some kind of unsubstantiated report that there were um, these clowns that were trying to lure children into the woods, which is you know scary in and of itself. And then there were nationwide sightings of clowns in uh, like Alabama and Wisconsin, and there were actually some hoaxes, and there were some people who were arrested in Alabama over it. So now, like at Penn State, there were a bunch of students who um, – were, did like a massive clown hunt because supposedly there was like some kind of clown. This sounds very Blair Witch Project to me. Yeah, it, it, it was it, it was very crazy. And then there's actually Connecticut has now banned clown costumes, saying that they're symbols of terrorism. And <laughs> there is a armed cloud hoax that was on uh, in Massachusetts that put the school one one of the schools there on lockdown. So it's it's kind of spreading weirdly throughout the United States that on these college campuses, 
people think it's either funny or they're just trying to, you know, make whatever. Uh, you, 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 know who's gonna, you know who's going to say, you see, this is what I told you about and why I was so afraid of clowns. You know, you know who's going to be proven right with this story from like 20 years ago? What's that? Cosmo Kramer. <laughs> what did Cosmo Kramer say about this? He had, he had this uh, big-time fear of clowns. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe he was right to fear them. That's that, that's completely possible. Um, I I would I would have a tendency to agree, but yeah, the uh, it, I I don't know where this is going. I don't know who is is. I don't know if it's just a bunch of college kids that are just being stupid uh, or what. But it's you know. It, well, it, I'd like to, it, it's a very bad trend, and it just needs to end. I'd like to congratulate you, because Smokey's got a big mouth, and you found the one topic where I just have nothing to say. <laughs> well, that's not good for the podcast. We need you, We need you. Uh, your big mouth talking and yapping uh, about this well, whole maybe thing. Maybe we should get onto the games. And I all right, that. all right. Well, let's get into the games. Let's get into the games and, and, and away from the clowns. Uh, all right, so we've got a good, uh, you know, this is probably, you know, one of the closest games so far. Uh, this week we got Virginia Tech at North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina is a two-point favorite. Uh, who do you like in this one? What school has more clowns on its roster? <laughs> um, I'm guessing Virginia Tech. Uh, you know, everybody's gonna North Carolina. I think is getting the love and, and is favored in this game because of that win last week at Florida State. I know nothing about either of these teams, but something tells me, and North Carolina's the type of team that has a huge victory, then a giant letdown. I'm going to take Vautech to win this game. All right, all right. You're taking Vautech. I'm, I'm taking. Uh, I'm going to take North Carolina here. I, I think that they, you know, drinking the Kool Aid. I'm drinking the Kool Aid. I'm drinking the Kool Aid. I'm following North Carolina. That's hilarious. Is is my 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 brother went to the Florida State Cloud game. School? No, no, no. There actually is a clown school in Florida. He 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 had a girlfriend uh, who had to leave him to go to clown school. I I, I think that's right. I, I think Dude, I remember. I, I I would never ever admit that publicly if I was your brother. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was my brother. But um, sure, sure, that's sure. Right. So I knew this guy that uh, yeah, likely story. So so his his wife is a big Florida State fan, and I thought uh, you were going to say she was a clown. No, no. <laughs> the uh, the they uh, posted on Facebook or something like that, like going to our first Florida State game, like go Knowles or something like that. Like it's their first Florida State game going together, and they go to that UNC game where they lose on the last second field goal. Absolutely, I think we can blame them. For, for now for, on, your brother could be known as Mush Bandit. He, he is Mush. He's the he's the brother of he yeah, he's brother Bandit. AKA Mush, but anyway, I'm I'm drinking the Kool Aid. I like North Carolina. Uh, I think that they can cover here. Um, the um, the next game we got is is a big one for for coaches. I think I think it's you know we got Charlie Strong versus uh, Bob Stoops. We got Texas at Oklahoma. Actually, no, it's a neutral site. I guess they're playing in Cowboy Stadium or someplace like that. Um, Oklahoma the Red let- River rivalry. Yeah, that's right, the Red River rivalry. Um, What's Oklahoma's the Red a, River? 
I, uh, it, it, it's the river in between um, Oklahoma and Texas. goes right uh, along the border. Right I didn't there. even know there was a river between Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, you don't think that those the states got their funny shapes just because we decided to do that, right? You do know that it's because of like a body of water like a river, right? Why don't they just build a bridge and then they could call it uh, East Texas and West Texas? <laughs> oh, I don't know, Smokey. I really don't. But anyway, Oklahoma's an 11-point favorite in this game. Are you going with Big Game Bob, or are you going with uh, Charlie Strong? Yeah, that's an awful lot of points. This game is traditionally, uh, for the most part, a close game. You know, Charlie Strong is taking over defensive play calling. Does that mean anything? I don't know. Uh, Texas laid an egg last weekend, but I'm going to take Texas in the points in this game. All right, all right. Well, I, uh, I, I agree with you on this one. I'm taking Texas in the points as well. Uh, Texas has won two out of the last three of these matchups. Um, that, that's kind of interesting. I don't think that they're going to win this one outright, but I think it's going to be uh, within a touchdown. So I like Texas to, uh, to cover the spread here. Um, the heroes from last week, uh, Tennessee, uh, they got a real test. This is that gauntlet where they have to play Georgia, then Texas A&M, and both of these teams have Alabama up next. Tennessee's playing How at Texas a How both have Alabama up next? There's only one Alabama. I do know. I, I, I want you to think about that for a second and, and tell me how both these teams, their next game is Alabama. One's playing Southern Alabama? No, no. There's a bye week. One of them has a bye week. So Tennessee oh, plays okay. Alabama next week. Texas A&M's on a bye. And then Texas A&M comes out of the bye and plays Alabama the week after. Well, technically that's not up next. Yeah, it is. It's the next team they play. I mean, okay. would you say they have their bye up next? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So Texas A&M's a seven-point favorite at home, uh, getting a lot of love. Who you like here? Tennessee has still yet to put together two good halves. They could be the luckiest team in the nation. A&M, they've got defense all of a sudden at A&M. You know, for ten years they they never played defense there. They're looking like, uh, you know, they could they're looking good on both sides of the ball. I'm going to lock it up and take A&M. Wow, I love that you're locking up A&M. Um, because I'm going to take Tennessee, and yeah. and I'm going to I'm going to tell you what I just think that that Tennessee, you're right. They haven't put two halves together. I think that they will in this game. I think that they're going to put two halves together, and I think they're going to put it on Texas A&M, and at certainly keep this game close, keep it within a touchdown. So I like Tennessee to cover here. Maybe not win the game outright, but I do think this is going to be one. I think this is going to be another one for the for the highlight reel here for uh, the season. I think yeah. this is. This is going to be a good game. I'm going to label your pick the Bryce Harper call of the week. That's a clown call, bro. That's a clown call? Why do you think that's a clown call? I don't know. I just was trying, I thought it was kind of cool how I, 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 I used clown there and, and quoted calling it the Bryce Harper call of the week. All right. This is the clown show right here. And you're right, though. Harper Harper and the Nats. Uh, uh, oh, he said that's a clown question, bro. That's a clown question, bro. That's a clown question. Yeah. Well, well I'm going to ask you a clown question coming up Do you up think next. Bryce Harper would now rethink his use of the word clown? Yeah. He, he, maybe he started this whole thing. Yeah. Maybe it all comes back to Bryce Harper, and and there's just some some Bryce Harper fan in South Carolina who was you know trying to uh, you know emulate uh, their hero there. Um, <laughs> that that is going to be interesting, and uh, I'll tell you what in the SEC we've got Alabama, the aforementioned uh, opponent that we know that they're going to play Tennessee, then Texas A&M. Uh, they've got Arkansas this week on the road, fourteen point favorites. Alabama, who you like? 
Yeah, uh, reality sunk in at Arkansas, I think, last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did not. Uh, didn't they get destroyed by Texas A&M? Yeah, yeah, they did, and uh, and that's you know pretty typical for Arkansas. They have a tendency to get destroyed by Texas A&M. So my theory, and I think this is a good theory, if you can't hang with Texas A&M, you definitely can't hang with Alabama. Full throttle ahead, give me Alabama to cover this easily. All right. Well, I am going to go the other way uh, with this I one. I heard that about you. And uh, I'll tell you what, I, I think that this is going to be a tough game. It's in Fayetteville. The, uh, you know, Arkansas plays some home games in Little Rock, some in Fayetteville. Uh, Alabama, I think, you know, I just, I, I haven't been super impressed by Alabama the last couple of weeks. And and I think that this might be, you know, a game that, that, that could be a little bit of a trap game for them because, you know, they... It's a they, trap! It's a trap, that's right. Um, I mean, it, 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 it's one of those, it's, it's one of those uh, situations where any time in the SEC you're given two touchdowns between two, like, decent opponents. I, 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 like, I like getting the 14 points. I don't think Alabama's going to win this one by, by a you ton. Why you like getting the 14 points? I like getting, I like Arkansas getting the 14 points. That's right. I know. Why, though? Why is that? Because it's a trap! <laughs> it's a trap game. I just picture Sheldon on Big Bang doing it. <laughs> it's a trap. I like it. I like it. So, so we're we're differing on a couple games, and and I like it because I went the opposite way on your lock. Well, so I, I can... Did you ever see that guy from Maxim? Uh, the guy from Star Wars that says it's a trap. Did you ever see his Maxim spread? It's one of my favorites. No, I no. With Wait, the fish head. The fish head. The fish head has a spread in Maxim. No, I just made that up. Okay, okay, all right. Because would you want to see him and Maxim? If his head looked like that, would you want to see the rest of his body? <laughs> That's just horrible. But, but I, I'll tell you what, do you think that, that, I, that seeing that guy, the uh, captain, I think it was Akbar. I think his name is Admiral Akbar, frankly. He's a, he was a clown. <laughs> he was a clown. Um, it would be awkward to see him at like a Red Lobster, wouldn't it? Oh. <laughs> Dude, that would be like incestuous. <laughs> You'd be like, "Really, really? This is where you're at." Um, yeah. All right, going on in the podcast, we got two more games to get through. Uh, we got, uh, you know, kind of a, a a playoff, you know, contender for sure. We got Washington at Oregon. Uh, Washington's a nine and a half point favorite. Who you like? And I'm assuming when you say playoff contender, you're not talking about Oregon. I'm not talking about Oregon. No, no, they are they are very far and away not a playoff contender. When we were covering this game, I had to look up why, and I didn't realize Washington was the fifth ranked team in the country. That that was kind of shocking to me. But uh, they owned Stanford in that game. I mean, they, they did. They did. They, they destroyed them. Stanford's playing 1940s styles football as they don't throw the forward pass. So yeah, it's just it's just donkey left, donkey straight, donkey right. Exactly, ride that donkey. That's Stanford football. Oregon's awful. Uh, they I mean, are this is not bad. your. Uh, who, who is the guy coaching the 49ers now? It, it, it's one of it's somebody Kelly, but I get those two Chip, Chip Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, this is not Chip Kelly football at Oregon. No, it's Mark Helfrich football, which is not yes. very good. <laughs> And uh, Nike is even second-guessing their their 57 uniforms they give Oregon. <laughs> That's right. The, 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 the one that didn't work was when they looked like Donald Duck, basically. They, they, they wore, like, that orange, was all of them. orange pants, and, uh, and like, uh, they looked just like their mascots. Uh, and uh, that didn't work out. Uh, so. Well, 
Oregon may look like Donald Duck. They play clown-style football. Give me Washington to cover this game. All right, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I'm agreeing with Washington, and I'm making it my lock of the week. So put all the chips in on on Washington. They're going to roll here. They're going to cover the 9.5. All right, so finishing off the show, we got this rivalry. I don't know if it's much of a rivalry, um, but Florida State is at Miami. Well, here's my question. How are they playing this game, yet they're not playing the Gator game? Well, because the storm's already passed north of Miami. It, it, it hit like it, it's hitting further north in Florida, so that's why uh-huh. that, that's why they did that. But Miami's a three point favorite. Who you like? Surprising spread, but uh, I guess when it's you the lose right that- spread, I think it's the right spread. I mean, I, I'm probably going to tease these games because I think I, these spreads are getting better. I guess when you lose at home to North Carolina, and you get absolutely demolished by Lousville. I, I, I got to take the fight in Mark Ricks and uh, take Miami to cover this game. I, I, I agree with you, and I'm going to go next level stat on, on you here. Jimbo Fisher is 6-0 and in his career against Miami. Uh, Miami has not gotten a win. I think they get the win this week. And you think they get off the schneid? They get off the schneid. That's right. They get off the schneid. And uh, and I think Mark Richt is is gonna make those Georgia fans a little uh, a little regretful that that they got rid of him. Um, I like Miami to cover this. Florida State's kind of a mess right now, and uh, you know it's 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 the week of the hurricane, right? So it's got to be the hurricane's got to win on a week where we have a hurricane coming through the through the country. So now, uh, if Florida State continues to lose, do you think Jimbo Fisher opts out at the end of the year and jumps to LSU? Yeah. I definitely think so. Really, I, I I don't see any way he goes to LSU. Okay, okay. Well, I I think that uh, here's another question. Where do you think Les Miles goes next? Um, you know he's 62, so I I honestly think he's going to have to go to a Mac school. Um, you know, unless he decides to go to some second-rate Big Ten school or something. Which should be in the MAC, like uh, Purdue or something. Okay, let, let's say let's say Auburn has you know not not the best season, and they. I don't see Gus Auburn hiring Les Miles. No, I don't see Auburn hiring Les Miles. Um, I was thinking SEC. I don't. Th- Kentucky, Vandy, Vandy, Kentucky. Those are second rate, you know, programs. But I mean, if you're Les Miles, do you want to? Or, or pardon me, going back to Jimbo Fisher. Would you rather have to play the Clemson's Louisville's of the world every year who, you know, don't have a long-term history of being good but or play Alabama every year if you're at LSU? I, I That's why I don't think he goes to LSU. Yeah. yeah you I, know, I, my I, theory on why Oscar Meyer left Florida was because he didn't want to lose – he knew he wasn't going to beat Alabama ever. That's right. That's right. Well, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough uh, – that's a tough, you know – the situation right there to have to play in an SEC schedule and have to deal with Saban every, uh, every well, year. Well, it wouldn't have been so – and, well, now that Harbaugh's at Michigan, as soon as Michigan beats Ohio State, you know he's going to transfer to a new conference, Urban Meyer. Yeah, that's right. Just want to have to play Jim Harbaugh every year. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You do not have a lot of love for Mr. Urban Meyer, and I'll tell you what, that – that does it for uh, for what are we on week five now? Is that is that is that what that was? Week? I think this is week six because it's week, week five six. in the NFL and uh, that's right. Yeah, week six. Ahead, man. All right, so. you can, you can count a lot better than I do. Uh, why don't you give them the final final word? That's right. Smokey could count better because he went to clown school where they teach you counting. 
So anyway, no, let us know what you think. If you agree with us, if you hate us, if you uh, are fellow Oscar Meyer haters, and you can email us in at smokeyandthebanditcfb at yahoo.com, or just keep it short and tweet us in at smokeybanditcfb. And for now, we be out. We sitting here, I supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. We sitting here, I supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. In my opinion, that sucks.